Hi everyone, I'm Audio Nerd 64. And I'm Big Nakuma. And we, we are your game of wow. friends. Wow. We are your game of friends. We are. I think it's the rudest one that you've done because you didn't even let me at least think about Listen, even give me the illusion that I was going to be able to actually like say Joe it. Just like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, I'm tired of giving people hope. There is no hope. I don't want you to think for a second that I'm not going to do it. Jordan. <laughs> Jordan. Woo, <laughs> <laughs> they have stripped everything from that bill and <laughs> approved Rahm Emanuel to be <laughs> the ambassador in Japan. They don't give a shit. Is this a political podcast? I'm trying for it not to be, but the other thing I wanted to say first, just get out of the way. Solidarity with all the striking workers. It's striketober. This is <laughs> literally it's not unprecedented, but it's the most widespread strike activity this country has seen in many, many decades. If you are interested at all in organizing a union at your workplace, hit me up and I will connect you with a good local organizer. I'll do that for you. And we are your labor friends? I got <laughs> Listen, bitch, I've always been a labor friend. <laughs> Let's go. Lord have mercy. What is on the docket? For Gamer Friends, this episode. Logging on, well, we started with the solidarity. It is in the agenda. I'm glad that we got that out of the way. Releases. Wow. So many games came out, as they always do. I don't like to get solidarity out of the way, just to be clear. No, not out of the way. I'm just, just said already. No, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, Metroid Dread, Sable, Death Stranding, Director's Cut. <laughs> we have to talk about that one. No. <laughs> New World, Hot Wheels Unleashed, eFootball, and FIFA 22, NHL 22. Is there a hot guy on the cover of this? I think it is a black man. Look, you see how that conflation works in his head? That's beautiful. <laughs> black is beautiful. Uh, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl and Far Cry 6. Nintendo, lot of news. Nintendo Direct, Animal Crossing. Holy shit. Did hmm. you see that Direct? Oh my fucking God. Balls. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. I have to maintain professionalism. <laughs> Halo Infinite, GTA Definitive Edition, Twitch, Steam, Destiny 2, and Ghost Recon Frontline. These past two weeks in Nerdum, we're getting into DC Fandom 2.0, including the video game stuff. Ooh. We'll also be talking about Ruby Rose and Batwoman, Dune, Dunes Part 1 <laughs> and 2. <laughs> Marvel Cruises and what? Uncharted. And in the home screen, we're talking Battlefield 2042, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Still? Still playing it, huh? Far Cry 6 <laughs> and Back for Blood. It's spooky times. This, there's energy here that I find very interesting. What? All day it's been, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. And now he's bouncing off of the verbal walls. I love Gamer Friends. Oh, It's for it's for the fans, for the listeners. Wow. We love y'all. That's and beautiful. I, you know, that is beautiful. Kena Bridge of Spirits came out. Rave reviews. Uh, a, lot, a lot of people really love this game. It was not really on my radar. Yeah. It's still, I have to say... Is, is not no. something that I think I'm going to play, but I'm adding it to my watch list. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I can agree with that. Mm -hmm. There's I'm too many watch games. It. There's too many games. There's so many. 
I can't say too many games because there's a podcast that I listen to that has like a bumper. Yeah. For too many games. And then I and I hear it in my head. I'm probably gonna inadvert because I listen to it kind of just because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm in the room and I'm gonna inadvertently I hope not infringe on They'll the sue us probably. I hope well no. I, it, it would be an accident. Metroid Dread <laughs> came out. Y'all love the shit out of it. I think the only person that we know that didn't like it is Mike from Player Two Centered <laughs> the podcast. He has good opinions. No, I'm kidding. I here's the thing about Metroid games. I never got into them. I tried other M. I was about to say Project M. Oof, that would have been a faux pas. I mm. tried other M and when I was like in college. And the person that was selling me the game, we had a very long conversation about Metroid games. I remember that. It was a really cute, like, hole-in-the-wall video game store up in Virginia. I wonder if they still exist. Anyway, uh, I'm happy for the Metroid fans. Mm-hmm. I, that's all I have to say. I don't like these types of games. I think it's well-established. And, you know, what? I'm going to stop apologizing for it. I'm just yeah. going to own. This, these are not my games. They're that's not okay. for me. And that's and that's fine. I think I've said that before, but it's always been like in a defensive way, right? And I, I'm no longer defensive about it, right? It, I have zero interest in playing this game. That's uh, zero. <laughs> said zero. He said, "Get get it the fuck I have away." No from interest me. in playing it. Maybe one day it's on sale. No. It's on someone else's <laughs> Switch. Hey, check it out. You know, it's just I'm not into the story. Really, I'm not into the lore, the mythos. Of Samus Aran. So, mm-hmm. you know, she's a fun character in Smash. Uh, but I think that's as far as my interest goes. And I'm okay with that. Depending on how you interpret things, she either needs to smile more or has very frigid body movements unnecessarily. <sighs> the discourse. There's also some crediting drama. Oh. Apparently some folks that worked on the game were not credited Ooh, in the game. That. Because the game maker, I'm so sorry that I don't remember <laughs> what studio this is. Ah, we're journalists. Uh, <laughs> the studio said that they don't credit people unless they worked on at least one fourth of the game's development time. Ew. Yeah. It seems really gross to me as someone who doesn't have to worry about this kind of stuff ever. That seems bad. If, like, if, if someone called me in and was like, hey, we got to call you in to do this one thing that you're really good at, and it's only one-eighth <laughs> of the development time, but I'm really good at it, fucking credit me. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's bullshit. So uh, sorry to those who have not been credited. Perhaps a strike could interest you, <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> Listen like, to demands. You're, 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 you're probably a contract worker. That's right. But the, hey, uh, hey, unions for contract workers also that's exist. That's true. That's true. Join a union. Alternative union structures. We'd love to see it. Sable came out extremely polarizing. Some people really loving it. Some people really hating it. You, I'm seeing here that Skill Up mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. compared it to Death Stranding. That's so true. So I will be revoking my download. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is one that I did want to check out, mainly because the art style drew me in. Uh, but Death Stranding is not a comparison see, that thing. I want to see. Skill I don't want to see it. And I usually agree. He loved Death Stranding. I hated it. And he compared this to Death Stranding. So I actually did uninstall because I had it installed. I was ready to play it. No! And, and you I was gotta like, give it a sh- Damn, I, Jordan! I said, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> no. But also, apparently no. it's having a bunch of optimization issues on Xbox, which I is... I see that. 
ass because it's on Game Pass. It like, is on Game Pass. I was I so willy-nilly with the download and everything because I, you know, I didn't have to pay for it. If it's on PC, oh wait, I think it's also having problems on PCs. I think it's all the Microsoft. It shit. doesn't seem to be as a well optimized game. Mm. And a small studio. Poorly optimized Death Stranding to me sounds like a nightmare. Speaking of Death Stranding Director's Cut, uh, not that segue. For for those of you who want to experience Hell a second time, I guess. Well, apparently they give you all the shit that they should have given you in the first game to actually get through the game, you know, without suffering. Don't think that would have made it any more fun. New World. You're right to move on. You're right to laugh. Uh, you got I. I'll fight him if I ever see him. <laughs> Who? Hideo? Hideo Kojima. Not Norman Reedus. You're like it's not. Pull up, Hideo. Wow, that's big, big gamer words right there. <laughs> Can you imagine if he like randomly in the future? <laughs> yeah, like we get really, really famous, and then one, and then someone is like, "Oh, you." So you're gonna fight Hideo Kojima. It's all jokes. Five years I ago, and we get canceled. Except for that, I'm so sorry about Death Stranding. I couldn't do it. <laughs> but you were saying Ooh. New World. New World came out. Yes. Jeff Bezos finally made a video game. Congratulations! It came out, which is incredible. A feat within itself. It took the gaming world by storm, and here's why: people were bored, and they had nothing else to play. And they are tired of all the delays. And they a real good, true MMO hasn't come out in a while. That that awful um, Dungeons and Dragons game uh-huh. came out that no one liked. Yeah. I think this is really filling a niche that was yeah. missing, which explains why it was so popular. Because all of the reviews were like, it's a terrible game, but I can't stop playing it. That's rough. That's I've read so many Ugh. things. I watched so many videos because I was really intrigued by the prospect of New World. It's it's an MMO set in the Discovery Age, which is what white people are calling slavery now. What? And <laughs> no. No, 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 no. No, no. That is not. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. It's real. I don't. I don't. It's I real. I won't believe that. And I'm stopping production to... Age. Wait. <laughs> so when colonization was going on, you can play a colonizer in a new world. And some of the game mechanics are really interesting. There's been a lot of talk about the economic system, which is <laughs> Cedric is looking it up in the background and is horrified. Because it, it's like <laughs> the first thing comes up. <laughs> It's an informal and loosely defined term for the early modern period, largely overlapping with the age of sale. Age of sale? Age of sale of niggas? <laughs> what is that? I think they mean S-A-I-L? Yeah, no, I mean, they do mean, yeah, because they were sailing black people. I, no, that's 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 foul, and my ancestors are looking down on me in Ooh. disgust. Well, we didn't play New World, so. That's true. They're not that upset. They are really. We also didn't come up with that term. Age so. of disgust. Not anyway. Christopher Columbus being an explorer. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here with this. Oh, Jesus. So the age of colonization, you can play through it now. Um, as I was saying, the barter system <laughs> has <laughs> turned some heads. It is a totally unregulated economy, which has basically meant that it's a disaster already. And 
those things about it seem very interesting. There's also some large-scale PvP that seems to be legitimately good. But in terms of, like, an endgame and what the storyline is and the battle mechanics themselves and everything else about it, I don't see this sticking around for for too much longer. I think it's a very flash-in-the-pan kind of thing. Mm. Well, I hope that the people who are stuck playing this game because they have no other options are at least (laughs) somewhat enjoying it. That sounds miserable. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I shouldn't say no one's enjoying it. It's just that, I, I don't know. There were a lot of people on YouTube, for instance, that made a lot of videos, were super into it, Mm-hmm. And then stopped. <laughs> like it it was over. And crickets. We hate that. Yeah. So uh New Worlds, I guess. Check it out if you want if you want to further support Jeff Bezos. Hot Wheels Unleashed came out. Rave reviews. Yes. Everyone really liked this car this, Hot Wheel game. Like the best arcade racer of recent years, which Quite honestly, if you ask me, mm-hmm. Forza is both a great simulation and arcade. Oh, I see. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm only being slightly serious. Are you going to get this? I don't know. I, maybe. It seems like something you'd be interested in, but I also don't know anyone else who's playing it, so you'd play by yourself. Exactly. That's the issue. Mm-hmm. Like, when I bought the old, the Burnout Paradise Remaster, it yeah. was just me. Uh, some sports games came out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. E mm-hmm. football, mm-hmm. FIFA twenty two, mm-hmm. NHL mm-hmm. twenty two. So interestingly, E football is uh, Konami, and they're trying to take down FIFA. Oh, FIFA is basically the oh, only. Oh, E football is in soccer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's. I'm American. Very funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's an awful game. Apparently, it's just really poorly done. Most of the features are missing. They really are just trying to take out FIFA, and so they rush something out. They ended up apologizing <gasps> no. for, the, for the state of it. Um, and everyone was super bummed because, as I've said now two times, they were trying to take out FIFA. And FIFA is just microtransaction-laden nonsense. And according to some of the reviewers, it just, it's the same game with a new number on it. Like, they're not innovating. They're not, they're not doing anything. They don't have to. They're like the Apple of soccer games, of football games, sorry. Mm. Uh, You know, and then they won't make changes unless, you know, the super pro players make a whole bunch of noise for 10 years. And then maybe they'll give them their peripherals back. Mm. But, you know, that's whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And yes, I was correct. NHL 22 does, in fact, have a black man on the cover. So there is a hot person. You love to see He loves to see it. <gasps> I'm kidding. It's wrong. I'm wrong. Oh. Is there a different one? I'm shivering with Antissa. NHL 22 does, in fact, have a person of color on the cover, but not a black person. Well, congratulations. Because either way, we love to see it. Because we love sports. Smash Bros. Killer. Nickelodeon <laughs> All-Star Brawl also came out mm-hmm. and it has some things in it that Brawl never will have and apparently Brawl is dead. Fuck Sora. There's a lot of people <laughs> that uh, <laughs> seem to think this is legitimately a Super Smash Brothers killer and if not a killer, 
proof that it's a new genre of game. Um, Don't even I, give me. Yes, I guess I. I've only seen some footage. I don't even care about talking about this game, but I do care about talking. Apparently, Warner Brothers is considering doing something similar. Ooh. With like, I guess I don't know, having Shaggy fight Batman or what. And I'm just, I'm so, I'm sick. I'm sick. It's, I just, I don't need IP dumps for games. I like the idea of the Nickelodeon one just because of nostalgia. Yeah. Fuck, I, yeah. But I don't play Super Smash enough to buy it. That's the thing. Like, who would I, would I play it? I don't know. It's, the, it would yeah. be like nice to have. Yeah. So I'll wait for it to come on Game Pass. <sighs> Fair. Finally, <laughs> Far Cry 6. Yes. You've actually played a little bit of it, so we'll hold <sighs> to talk about it later. Sharing with Antissa. Hmm. I know it's too much. It's too Except much. Except to say, to <laughs> I, I, I do think that the overall uh, consensus is if you like Far Cry, you get to play some more of it. Yep. <laughs> and that's what I have to say about it. Oh, boy. <laughs> Damn it. <sighs> Nintendo had a direct, another one. They've be, they been talking to us a lot, Nintendo. They've been doing a lot of talking. They have a damn uh-huh. podcast, as far as I'm concerned. The basic... Gist of it is that I didn't care about anything they announced except for <laughs> the Nintendo Online expansion pack. Yes. Which they then gave details about in the Animal Crossing Direct, which we'll spend more time talking about. Suffice to say, it is expensive, about $75 for a year for a family plan, right. which I guess is not prohibitively expensive if you have a bunch of people on your family plan. Yeah. Um. Also hearing some things about lag on certain titles and the controllers being sold out already. Uh, We'll probably get into this a little bit more next episode when folks have had more time with their hands on. But the gist of it is basically play N64 and Genesis games. With the original controllers. Or, you know. You have the option to purchase, purchase. the original controllers. Yes, yeah, no, they don't ship you. <laughs> <laughs> controllers just you sign up for Right, right. Uh, and it's just <sighs> part of your online package as long as you have the expansion pack. You don't have to upgrade. Like, Nintendo Online is not going anywhere in its current state. Right. But you can get way more. It's, it's kind of like Game Pass, I guess. For nostalgia. Yeah. I, I guess the thing about it is you're going to get way more hours out of Game Pass, even though it's more expensive Look if you pay you. the full price every month. Fucking simp from Microsoft. Right <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> I don't know how much utility you're going to get out of, once you replay it, are you going to keep replaying it? It's not for me. Because if like, look, if I want to play the original Sonic games, I got that on my phone. I got, I could purchase it for like $2 on a disc. Probably I could purchase it $2 to play on my Xbox. So like, for me, it's not a big thing. The Switch is not my main console for people who the Switch is their main console and they haven't had totally access to yeah. all these retro games that we do, go for it. You know what I really want? I want the I want the mini N64. That's what I want. I'm not gonna make that. Well, I do think that they're not gonna make it. Well, I don't know. No. The, the fact that it's part of the expansion pack makes me think they're not gonna do it, but the fact that they redid a controller mm. for it. Makes me think that maybe they are. Because that would be nice to have a, a wireless N64 Did they controller. make a Genesis one? Yeah, they did. 
Anywho, on to more important things. Animal Crossing! I screamed at the television during this <laughs> direct. Ten straight minutes of screaming. Basically, 2.0 is bringing a bunch of shit to the game that should have been in the base game and probably would have been if it wasn't for COVID. Fair. Um, accent walls, motherfuckers. <laughs> That's right. Accent walls and cooking and farming. Partitions. Mm-hmm. You can change the height of the fucking cabinets and the counters. I think that stuff is exclusive to the Happy Home Paradise DLC, which they announced right. as being part of the expansion pack, by the way, uh, but also purchasable separately for 25 bucks. Yes. Which I don't think is bad for but everything it's giving you. For for fucking accent wall? Oh my God. <laughs> oh. So do you think that this is... Um, the beginning of paid DLC for Animal Crossing because they did say that 2.0 was the last free <laughs> content, essentially. Or I thought they said it was like the last major thing that they were going to do for the game. Well, it's it's not clear if they mean there's no more Animal Crossing or there's no more free Animal Crossing because this DLC is the first time you've had to pay for any of the updates. It's so been far. Out for what? Uh, over a year. Over a year now. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I hope they don't make us pay. I mean, look, I'll pay for accent walls. I'll pay for partitions. Like, fine. Uh, but I'm not going to pay for, like, you know, the the next time that freaky, creepy-ass bunny comes. You know what I mean? I don't okay. think that shit is going to be... You know what I mean? Sure. So. I, I agree with that. I don't <laughs> think they're going to... I don't think the game is dead. They're no. going to keep supporting it. Absolutely. I don't think they mean that they're not going to do the seasonal events anymore. Yeah, but I think this is going to be like the last big, like... There's no more Brewsters hiding somewhere. Right. Like, we have everybody. The gang's all here. Even Tortimer. Although, you know, maybe there is going to be new stuff. You just have to pay for it. Oh, I hope not. I feel like the Animal Crossing has been through enough. (laughs) My initial reaction was like, this is The Sims. Like, this is becoming The Sims. (laughs) Which is fine, because there's nothing to do... In Animal Crossing, mm-hmm. which is spicy, tang. you think it's you think it's spicy? No, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I fucking do it. That's why I stopped playing it. Am I gonna buy this and put in some goddamn accent walls and some partitions and fuck around with the cabinets? Absolutely. Expect a home tour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for you to to finish the farm. We have an orchard, so you need to. <laughs> mm-hmm. You better get in there. I think I'm done. Are you done? I think so. The Animal Crossing yourself? Because you were in there. Listen. Listen, y'all. <laughs> it was embarrassing where I would like have to tell friends who were coming to visit the island and be like, I did none of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful entryway and a beautiful orchard. That's all I can say. It is. It is. I gave up on my, my house. I gave up on it. Aww. Moving forward, Halo Infinite had two technical tests recently. The girls are excited. We love that. We love that. Something cute for the winner. Yes. We lo- <laughs> the girls and the gays. I have with their all hot of chocolates. my critiques still in my back pocket. Like, I am concerned with TM <laughs> that there's no co-op multiplayer and all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, yeah. There's no Forge right away. Right. 
We've we've beat that. Ship a complete game for me. <laughs> However, <laughs> I am really encouraged that so much positivity about the franchise as a whole came back with these technical tests. There yeah. were some very, very impressive reviews. I personally did not get a chance to play, um, but I'll be there for Halo multiplayer. I don't know mm-hmm. about that campaign. but Look, you know what? I've stopped expecting good campaigns. I want the campaign to be go. good. I've there was go. a campaign reveal a few days ago or mm-hmm. yesterday or some so, some some random time ago and i didn't watch it i i wow. i don't i don't <laughs> care i don't that's care rough that's rough i'm sorry i mean don't i'll find out when i boot it up there you go there you go listen with all the shit that has happened with the eternal spoilers and everything uh, i i almost prefer it this way i almost prefer it this way i am don't don't talk about eternals right now I'm, I'm we're not the crazy guy on Twitter. What? To be clear, do you didn't see that whole thing? No. There was some dude that was basically like Kamala Harris prosecute these people, but literally about spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he was serious. Well, I saw there was like a big I, what spoiler? Did did you see it? The only thing that I have seen that I'm comfortable even saying. I'll bleep it out if I feel like it's too much. Just go for it. In the trailer, yes. We saw Galactus. Um, which I'm I'm I, I I I had a conniption. I would have preferred I to not know that Galactus blood vessel. was in the movie. I mean, like, what the, like, fuck. That's like the first one. It's the first Fox property we get. I would have preferred not to. Know. I would have preferred to have gone to the and be like, oh shit, it's motherfucking Galactus. Also, I don't think it's the first. Part. Okay, well, technically, like that one nigga okay, was in yeah. Black Widow movie. Who cares? And then fake Petro. Okay, but that's the big one. I, I I know what you mean. Shut up. Yeah. I also like some casting spoiler or something, but but is it a spoiler? It's a cast member. I don't fucking. Care. I mean, it was supposed to be a surprise. I don't. I don't know who the characters are anymore. I never read a term. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, there's 20 people, and like Beyonce is gonna play home this person. I'm gonna be like, great. I don't know what's going on. Also, know. the reviews are not very good. They're not looking good. Oh, um. uh, which is not. Uh, I want more for Brian Tyree Henry. I oh, listen. God. We better get more. Yes. If he dies, like if that is a spoil, if that if is they the spoiler, kill the black celestial being. I swear, gay to God, gay. Yes. Oh, he's gay too. <gasps> I can't believe that's you. a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you. Look at us not talking about the games. You hate to see it. <sighs> I didn't know that. We have to move on. We have to move on. Oh my God. Oh, GTA. Brian Terry's gonna be gay. Uh, GTA Definitive Edition. <laughs> I, need, I need water. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, let me just go. It's official. It's oh. coming out on November 11th. $70 for all three of them. Randomly, GTA 3 is gonna be free if you have PS Now, and GTA San Andreas is gonna be coming to Game Pass. So if you have both consoles and you pay for both of those services, you actually only need to buy Vice City. And because they're doing that, I assume they will be available for purchase separately. Uh, Yeah, I would hope so. I guess all I really have to do is buy Vice City if I choose to play GTA 3 on a PlayStation. Yeah, no, it's interesting that they're splitting it up like this. Uh, I won because the only one I was really interested in playing is San Andreas. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so... That's the first one I'm going to play for sure. Go me. 
Um, but if you want all three, it's 70 smackaroos. Uh, it looks great. I've, you know, the conversation about should games that are remastered be like a certain art style over another? What do you lose? Da, da, da. Always exhausting. Although I will say it does make the case that you should probably keep the originals around for game restoration and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I was not immediately a fan of the art style. I wasn't on Twitter raging about it or anything. No. Um, but I was just kind of underwhelmed at first. And then when I started to recognize that it was not just a poorly up version, but an actual reanimation, they just chose to do it in that style. Like a very like late-gen PS2 style. It clicked for me what they were trying to do. Yeah. And it made a lot more sense, and I started to like it a lot more. So I went from being pretty agnostic about these, honestly, to feeling like I'm definitely going to put some time into playing them. I love a GTA story. I really do. I'm also really excited to see for myself how close San Andreas was to San Fierro again, because I saw that YouTube video of someone like flying from one to the other because of how they wind the roads and put the mountains and stuff. They make it seem like that drive is so long. I remember playing it for the first time being like, I can't believe the map is so big. This is crazy. It's taking me like 20 minutes to drive. Oh no, not 20. I mean, not literally, but I was a kid. Like I was definitely (laughs) not old enough to be playing. I was like, why was my first Grand Theft Auto game Grand Theft Auto 4? And I'm like, oh, it's because that's when I was at an age appropriate to fucking play that game. Why were you playing San Andreas as a child? I played three. You played three as a child. Who let that happen? Um, My surrogate uncle's son. So I guess Love surrogate it. It's cousin. always a fucking cousin. It's always a cousin. He was like <laughs> an adult. And when we would go over and visit, I would just go and play GTA. That's beautiful. That's how I played Vice City, too. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm I'm excited. Uh, Carolyn yeah. Pettit has a really good article. Um, As about, she always does. That's true. About um, what's really special about GTA Three, which helped me not be ups- Like I, I don't know. I'm kind of not excited to revisit GTA Three. Vice City, yes. San Andreas, yes. Three, okay. But she she made me rethink that a little bit. So not the apprehension. Shout out to Carolyn Pettit as always. Uh, Twitch, uh, change your passwords. Even though they said <laughs> we're late on this. So I know we're so late. But I've, I've already changed my password three times. Um, Twitch got leaked. They said that none of the passwords got leaked. But like I don't the fuck I look like trusting Amazon. I'm gonna change the password. Yeah. Uh, it was bad. Streamer earnings, top streams. This was after the walkout on Twitch. There were a lot of hate raids going on. We haven't really discussed this, but essentially people of color on Twitch have not been having a good tenure at all, really. I was about to say, but- yeah, there's never been a fun time to be black or a person of color on Twitch, but especially these past you know month or so has been a bit of a dumpster fire because they won't change anything. There have been a ton of hate raids, which are just like what they sound. Um, people flooding hate 
full comments in a comment section of a POC or LGBTQ streamer, uh, women as well, were getting um, really awful hate raids. And so they decided to come together and and take a day off Twitch, basically. Uh, There were a bunch of uh, solidarity actions from folks that were not impacted, but obviously agreed that Twitch is very slow to act um, in these situations. Twitch to date has really not done much of anything that's actually going to improve the problem. There's additional moderation tools and all that kind of stuff, but uh, it's obviously not what people are asking for because the talk of switching platforms has just been increasing and increasing and increasing. And I think for a lot of people, uh, this was the final straw in some ways because it really underlined how much Twitch does to reinforce the top 1% of Twitch, so to speak. <laughs> that's, that's a good way to put it. Like all of these conversations about who's on the front page and who gets selected to represent the front page and blah, 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 blah. Clearly the efforts that Twitch is making are not enough because these streamers at the top are all white, cis, straight men for the most part. With funny colored hair. Like, Pokemon is one of the only <laughs> exceptions that I think. Steam. Valve is banning NFTs in crypto. Before right. you can even ask. And here's the thing. We have not talked about NFTs, and we haven't really talked about crypto too much. I don't uh, understand it. I, it's a blockchain. It's the internet. It's crypto anonymous. kind of makes sense to me. It's cryptography. I... That it, 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 NFTs super don't make any sense to me. Like I've 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 really tried to understand because it's now it's a big thing in the art community, unfortunately. And unfortunately, I am a member of that. And I it don't I don't understand I don't understand where the value comes from. I understand what I don't it's just, it's just don't make no it, it makes no goddamn sense. It's late capitalism. It's late capitalism trying so hard to stay relevant. We hate to see it just die already. We're ready. We're waiting. Valve's statement was basically like, hey, this shit is mostly a scam. And because it's mostly a scam, we don't want any of our users to get scammed, whether the game or the NFT in question is legitimate or not. It's just not allowed here. Kudos to Valve for doing that and being quick to do it. Funny enough, Epic came out and said, hey, FYI, Epic Game Store we love NFTs and we love <laughs> cryptocurrency. <laughs> he said we love fraud and scamming. <laughs> you can come here. Joanne the Scammer is our CFO. <laughs> By the way, thanks to Innersloth for that great idea uh, for imposters, which was an actual tweet that they sent. They, they straight up thanked Among Us uh, for being the inspiration for the imposters game mode in Fortnite. That's fucking foul. Which is a long time coming. I hope there was a fucking check behind that. I write a check. Write a check. Write multiple checks. <laughs> Fuck a tweet. I don't want you to write a tweet. I want you to write a check. I just want to remind everyone that in the Apple versus <laughs> Epic situation, it really was like the two evils going at it. There's I, no lesser. Nobody wins. Like, they're basically trying to figure out the best way to fuck you over <laughs> legally. And Epic wants to play like they're the good guy and then do shit like this. So don't fall into the NFT trap, please. If you're a crypto bro, I mean, good luck, I guess. Try to do it in a way that doesn't destroy the environment. 
it's impossible. I know that, but you know, I want to at least get them to think. At least, if you yeah, do it critically. I guess it still don't make no goddamn sense to me, especially if money doesn't have any meaning. The fuck, I care about some bitcoins. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> when that EMP goes off, guess what? <laughs> there goes your fucking wallet. <laughs> Destiny too. Um, oh shit! There's been a lot of drama around my it. beloved Destiny. Mm-hmm. It happens anytime there's a content drought. Um, the final season started. We're through the bulk of it. Everyone's bored. There's really not much Destiny to do. And so, of course, the community has decided to find everything possible to complain about, which that. is not to say that I'm not on their side because they're complaining about things that I, I think are legitimate uh, issues. I will keep it super brief because we have had an idea about how to have some of these more in-depth conversations about specific games So I'll table this for right now. Suffice to say, they're vaulting more content. They started doing this last year. This is the newest iteration of that. And unfortunately, it's one of their best campaigns. It's like their best DLC is going away. Mm -hmm. It is going to become free-to-play, but it's not yet free-to-play. So some rube could log on today and buy it, not knowing that in a few months it's going away permanently and then in a few weeks it's going to be free, which I think is just a really scummy thing to do. The day that they announced that it was going to become free at all is the day that it should have been free. Um, I don't have a super strong opinion about the actual vaulting of content. I don't like it, but I also understand that the game is too fucking big for them. Um, It is their problem to solve because their engine is why they're not able to you know, handle the game anymore. I, I don't know. Like, if it's a living, breathing world, I do understand that, like, certain things you're going to have to play when they come out. But at the same time, other games keep shit around. So it, it, it seems to me like maybe they need to release a separate game or something. And if you mm. owned the content for Destiny 2, you get the game for free and it just has all the stuff that was vaulted and it's on a separate server or something. I don't know. That's an elaborate solution, Very but... Confused. I don't... You know, I wouldn't... I, it, imagine if you bought Forza, you paid for Forza, and you paid for a DLC for Forza, and then two years after you paid for that DLC and played it, they took it away. It's ridiculous. It, it it is a little ridiculous. I want my Lego race car. <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess that's it, it's a microcosm of the conversation we have about online only games and whether or not you own something for real. Like when they turn the mm. server off, yeah. you might own something that you can no longer use. Right. Like three four three just said that all the three sixty Halo game servers are being turned off when Halo Infinite comes out. So if you own a 360 still and you play Halo multiplayer still no you aren't <laughs> and you, you're playing the campaign you're playing couch co-op that's about all you're doing right so yeah, I don't know hmm. there's, there, there's a little nuance there but I, I'm not a huge fan the second fucking awful thing that they did is they've decided to allow people to buy dungeons separately right Destiny has a battle pass situation. It's a seasonal game now. So if you buy the major DLC that comes out once per year and you buy all of the seasons in the deluxe edition, you get everything for that year. 
But if you don't buy the deluxe edition, you have to buy the seasons separately. In previous years, dungeons were tied to seasons. So if you bought a season, you got the dungeon that came out during that season. No longer. If you want the dungeon, you now need to buy the dungeon separately. So if you are not well off enough to buy a year's worth of Destiny content ahead of time, not knowing what that content is going to be, or you're the type of person that doesn't like to pre-order content, you have to pay for the expansion should you choose to buy it, pay for the season should you choose to buy it, and then pay for the dungeon on top of that. They're triple dipping. Ooh, I don't, we don't we don't like a triple dip. And it's it's not what the model used to be. And we were told that the microtransaction store was going to pay for more content. So why are they charging for it? And I think the bigger issue here is that they have not explained themselves. So if they came out and said, here are the numbers, here's why we have to do this, and here's what the price is going to be, I think it would solve a lot of the the problems, the fears, the concerns. Mm-hmm. Right now, it just seems scummy. Yeah, I mean, good luck. They're basically saying, if you don't want to pay for the deluxe edition of <laughs> Destiny, you don't want to play Destiny anymore. And mm-hmm. I, I, it's a hard sell. How do I get people into the game? Destiny If you basically have to commit... <laughs> A year and $75 or $100, whatever the deluxe edition is. I don't, I've never, I've never in my life. It just seems like a lot. I mean, I'm not personally impacted. I am buying the deluxe edition because I am the person that does that. But it's, it's, it's annoying. It is. I'm sorry. I have a lot more to say about it, but I'll leave it there because I know most people don't give a shit about Destiny anymore. So sorry. It's a lot of Destiny. Ghost Recon Frontline, new Battle Royale. Uh, it, you know, Ghost Recon and Battle Royale don't really make sense together like that, uh, which shows from the trailer. It looks awful. The reception was awful. The reception was so bad that Ubisoft pulled the beta. <sighs> no. They said that they were going to release a beta after the announcement, and then they said that the beta was delayed <laughs> they said don't implement that code lord jesus that's rough uh, it it doesn't look good at all mm. and i'm getting more and more worried about the division heartland like what what have they done to my boy <laughs> they, they massacred my boy uh, i'm worried no. i'm worried i'm worried I just feel bad because you're always over there like, the division, the division, the division, and they just keep doing you so wrong. <laughs> Ubisoft in general. Oh, they be shitting on that franchise. Lord Jesus. They're, they're a bad partner. <laughs> <sighs> These past two weeks in nerdum Slash? It's, it's a bit of a... Uh, the fandom. Which remains the, the dumbest worst name. name for a, <laughs> anything that ever existed, ever. It's so dumb. Oh God, they need to change it. Fandom. It came back. <sighs> there were two video game related announcements that we wanted to talk about first. Gotham Knights got a story trailer. It did. It was not a gameplay trailer. It was not a gameplay trailer, which you, I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. You were like, mm, ain't that shit coming out soon? Where's the gameplay? Right. Which is fair. Uh, I'm going to hold out hope because Batman games are usually pretty good. 
Uh, Batman games made by Remedy are usually really good. All right, fine. That was a bit of a broad, sweeping statement that I hoped to, you know, gloss over. And you didn't let me. We no. love accountability. Um, yes. I also want to say, in the last episode, we talked about my desire for an anthology series in Gotham City. And that literally exists. And it's called Gotham Night. Not Knights with a K, but Knight with an N. Isn't language so interesting? It is interesting. That you have to actually say that out loud in that way. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to read it because I never have. I didn't know it existed. Well, who taught you about it? Uh, I think they mentioned it on Player 2 is Under the Podcast. We love <laughs> that. We love that. We're just an advertisement for that podcast, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, Remedy is making um, a DC game. They're the ones making Suicide Squad kill the Justice League, which looks phenomenal. It looks phenomenal. We didn't get any gameplay, right? No, which is totally well, double yeah, standard you're for me. Total double standard. Hate that. Uh, it looks so good, though. Look, here's the thing, though. I'm really upset with Suicide Squad kill the Justice League. Because here's the thing. We finally get Jon Stewart in a game that's not an Injustice game. And we got to kill him. We got to kill the Black Green Lantern. It's, all, it's racist. You hate racism. But Deborah Wilson, as Amanda Waller, is going to make up for it. She's eating. Eating. She's eating all 2022. Multiple checks. Savathun in Destiny is Deborah Wilson. She's going to be Amanda Waller. There was some other thing that I'm forgetting. She, the, no, but there the was something head. else that's about to come out. Oh. She wasn't a redhead. No, with the red the redhead Star Wars. Oh, got it. Mm-hmm. I, that one. Yeah, him. Cal? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. His name was yeah. Cal. I remember. Yeah. 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 She was apparently in Call of Duty. Anytime you need a short haired black woman, Deborah Wilson call is Deborah Wilson. There. Call her. She's already there. She's like, damn, who are we going? Short haired black woman. And then Deborah Wilson just shows up. Good for her. I love that. Eat we love checks. her. Um, anyway, there were a bunch of trailers as well. That's true. The Batman looks good. The Batman does look good. I've seen some naysayers. Didn't they straight up say no Riddler? I don't know. I feel like they did. Something might have said no Riddlers. I don't care about that. I'm talking about the people who think this movie is going to be bad. I don't think this movie is going to be bad. I actually think... This movie does what we've been missing from the Nolan trilogy, and it, we certainly missed it from Snyder and whoever the fuck else did. Uh-huh. Horny Batman movies. Mm. You're convinced this is going to be horny. I'm convinced it's going to... I I don't think this is going to be super horny, but I think it's going to lean that way. And I need us to get back to you the Batman to and Robin. I think, I think that was, like, what made the Batman... Like, they were kind of horny. Like, you know, you look at, like... You know, Michelle Pfeiffer in the cat. You look at fucking Robin and Batman and Ray. You look at the, and it, 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 they're fucking horny, okay? And I think that's what the Batman franchise needs. <laughs> I think it's I think it's time that the Batman movies return to form. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I definitely think that that second <sighs> Batman movie with George Clooney had a lot to do with the. Increase made everybody in gay, made everyone bisexual. Yes, yeah. we and which we've talked about, and I think I think this is going to be that Batman movie for the next generation, for the Gen Zers. <laughs> you think for that... the TikTok generation? Well, actually, the TikTok generation is already all they're yeah. all gay. Uh, 
<laughs> but you think the homosexual rigmarole is going to continue as a result of Robert Pattinson's Batman? Absolutely. And uh, Zoe Kravitz. Peacekeeper is getting a TV show with John Cena. And, and Danielle it, Brooks is the more important that's part true. of that sentence. It looked funny and it looked good. I'm going to watch it. And it, yeah, it's going to be on HBO, so, you know, we'll, we'll watch it. For it. Black Adam looks bad. We, <laughs> I have to say, anytime Here. you do too much like that, instead of just showing it, they're like, I'm the rock, and we're gonna make, and I, I was born to play this movie, and I'm gonna start <laughs> rapping now. And I was just like, Can y'all show me a goddamn trailer? And they showed like some parts of it, and we're like, This scene, I, I sat with the director, and this is a pivotal blah blah blah. Speaking Nigga, of horny, you- Aldous Hodge as Hawkman, <laughs> that I'm ready to see. <laughs> Which I find very funny because Jay also said that he wanted to see that, but I'm assuming for a very different yeah, reason. No. <laughs> <laughs> Look, whatever we have to do to get you to watch a DC film without being annoying about it, I'm here for it. Uh, yeah, Black Adam, I am... Uh, it did not look good. It, it didn't mm, look good. The Flash doesn't look good to me. Flash, yeah. Sorry. I, uh, doesn't look good to me. You know, I used to be like, a, yeah, Ezra Miller, you know? Which I, whatever, you know? I want I want Cyberpunk. What's his name? Cyborg? Yeah, him. Ray why Fisher? isn't he in it? Ray well, Fisher. You know why he's not in it. I know, but I'm saying it 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 I can tell. Mm. He's missing. And, and the heart of the film. I, <laughs> I, that was honestly when that shit came out and they were like, damn, y'all really got rid of this nigga? Like he really carried. Oh my God. I oof. Oof. Jesus. Speaking of abuses toward mm. their cast. Mm. There was a season three trailer for Batwoman whose actress I don't remember the name of, oh. Ruby Rose, <laughs> That's foul. decided to drop some interesting tidbits. Basically, they abused the shit out of her and tried to get her to work in extremely unsafe conditions and she wasn't having it. Look, if someone ever says this job was too much work, that's code for this shit is literally a dumpster fire and we're all being abused. Like, I'm sorry. At this point, like, it's not... Uh-huh. You're just saying the quiet part right. loudly and the loud part loud. It's just... Warner Brothers hit back and they said that... She's tripping. She's lying and exaggerating and basically that there was a bunch of shit that she did that they had to remove her from the set. That's also what they said about Ray Fisher, so I don't believe a word of that. Warner Brothers ain't got a fucking leg to stand on. There's no credibility. There is God, You hate to see it. I believe Ruby. I don't think that she would have walked away for this role, honestly. What else is she doing? Who else would let her do anything? She needed Batwoman, I believe every word. Nah, she needed a check. (sighs) Doom came out. Uh, Doom did come out. Doom came out. I at first, I was like, I ain't gonna watch this shit because too many of y'all talk about it. It's too much hype. Too much. Too much thoughts. Too much y'all thinking and talking too much. I'm not gonna. I have to wait until the shit simmers down. But mm-hmm. I watch it. Mm-hmm. I watch it from home. <laughs> if to they be clear, knew what we did, some of the film Twitter people would would burn down the house. I do not give a fuck about film Twitter, okay? They can kiss my ass. Let's just say... COVID is not worth 
Timothy Chab- Chab- Charmander ain't worth no damn COVID. I've already seen 15 minutes of the movie. And then I paused it and I will resume it when I feel like it. <laughs> you paused a film? <laughs> All of those streets are like, who are you? <laughs> are you kidding? Are you kidding? You fucking paused a goddamn film. Oh my god! To the gulag. It's crazy. Some people are acting about this. About it's so this annoying. Movie. Like I couldn't imagine. Like could you? It, 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 to me, it's like if if like podcast purists were like, you know, you have to listen at one time speed. You have to have this brand of headphones. You have to be in it. What's that? What? What? What are you trying to say? Huh? What you trying to say? I'm not trying to say anything. You you was playing music in the background. What I you, was. And what's that music signifying? Do you think I'm lying? No, it's just a podcast related music. A podcast show related music. Oh, yes. Uh shout out to Only Murders in the Building. We just finished that. Uh and nobody's Mac technique was correct. <laughs> uh <laughs> that's fine. Uh but no, I just said, you know, it's like if people were you're like, you have to listen to on these headphones and in these conditions, blah, blah, blah. Fuck. Let people enjoy their fucking media. Who gives a shit? It's a fucking movie. I don't have attachment to this franchise. I didn't read the book. I, I didn't see the old movie. You didn't see all one. So I'll be watching and I'll, I'll watch at my pace. On my time. And I'll enjoy how I see fit. And I'll pause it if I have to get up and pee in the middle of it, goddammit. I will pause it. It's two and a half hours long. It's two and a half hours long. That's right. Multiple pauses. Jesus. Mm. Mm-mm. <sighs> um, <laughs> should you decide that you're interested in the newest variant of the coronavirus, you can go on a <laughs> Disney Marvel cruise. And at lunch, you can <gasps> get some quantum action because the actual stars from Ant-Man, Captain Marvel, and Captain America have filmed a new something that you get to watch over lunch on the Marvel Disney Cruise. That sounds like so much fun, and unfortunately, I'll never experience that. It kind of seems to me like that virtual reality thing that we did that's, like, probably technically canon in some weird way because it involved the real actors, Mm -hmm. but also is at, like, no way relevant to the plot. And I don't remember what it was, actually. It It was Shuri... Made a combination. It was like after, was it after? It was Endgame? Ultron, right? No, no, no. It was it was Shuri made a combo of like the Stark and like t- and Wakanda suits, and you got to suit up. Yeah, they just like you. They just like random niggas in the MCU. Let's just think about that for a second. And then you, what was the plot? I actually don't. Rem- we'll have to go back. I actually don't remember. I think that actually Maybe it wasn't our Ultron point thing. here. So anyway. you probably don't need to to go on to the Marvel cruise. This is not essential MCU viewing. But I'm sure it would be cute. I would love to see this. I want to know what the agents were saying. Like, Brie, come on. They need you to do the cruise. Come on. <laughs> it's just going to be a day or two of filming. Come on. You know, come on. Come on. Come on. Pay, come on. Actually, not even. It's like, oh, it was it's already. Not paid it was already your in your contract. <laughs> And two crews of What the fuck is this? <laughs> it's not funny. It's sad. Uh, Finally. Yeah. 
The uh, Uncharted. Yeah, the new Spider-Man trailer looked wild. He's falling out of a plane. Uncharted trailer. Did you see it? <laughs> no. <laughs> so how did you know he was falling out of a plane? I just saw the side-by-side of the plane. With, oh, from the yeah. from the game. Why did they get Tom Holland? It actually still kind of makes sense. I mean, not that I'm advocating for Mark Wahlberg to ever have a job, because he's a piece of shit. That's why I didn't watch the trailer. Exactly. I. Why is he not playing Nathan Drake? Tom Holland is too young. They're doing looking. young Nathan Drake. Why? Apparently, Mark Wahlberg is like an... Okay, spoiler alert. So he's alert. playing... We haven't played the old man. <laughs> no, I, well, I'll, I played... Uh, it's been a minute, though. I don't remember. Yes, Mark Wahlberg is the older dude. Sully? Scully? Yes, Sully? that's right. Um, I didn't watch the trailer because notoriously have a hard time separating art from artist. I would prefer just not to know. Like... I, I don't... You just walk up in the theater, you're like, fuck, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, I, I don't want to know anything about any other celebrity. Don't tell me anything. Yeah. Oh, no, they said cele- something, shh, shh, I don't want to know what they said. That's fair, yeah. Was it something beautiful and about me? No? no? Then I don't care. Yeah. No, honestly, <laughs> celebrities having thoughts on the internet is like the worst thing that ever come out. Although, to oh. be fair, Mark Wahlberg was having fists with an Asian man's face. It wasn't a thought. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, and that was really before Twitter was a thing, huh? Oh, I don't think he would have survived that. No. Man, that man has been a piece of shit for a while. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, That's all we had about Uncharted. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say that the, the reaction was very mixed. Mm. And that the Tom Holland American accent is somehow getting worse. Oh. I have saw that multiple times. Okay. I didn't notice it being bad in Spider-Man, but again, I'm a total undignified stan. So they really let a Brit play a boy from Queens. They let them do anything. They let the Brits do fucking anything. They let them do whatever they want. I love our British listeners. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maybe it's time for you to drop some music <laughs> before I get canceled. Played the Battlefield 2042 beta. Yeah, we did. Uh, it was cute. I liked it. It was a lot of fun. Very hectic. Very chaotic. Um, I really disagreed with the critique of the technical performance. I had no problems. Yeah, no, apparently uh, PC people had some issues, but we played on Xbox and it was perfectly fine. I had some glitches, but like nothing that I wouldn't expect from a massive multiplayer game like that. Yeah, so what is it? Like 156,000 niggas. There's a uh, lot of people. There's a lot of people, and it's just war. Uh, you kind of squat up with like four people. Yeah. That you kind of just know where these four people are at any time on the map, and if you die, you can like spawn with them. Yes. If everyone, and they could be wherever the fuck on the map. They don't have to. You don't have to stick with them at all. Uh, and yeah, I mean, you know, I I did. I didn't do anything of the crazy stuff that was in the trailer. Like, I didn't shoot someone out of a plane. and We didn't have any only in Battlefield moments. Yeah, we didn't have any of those. But um, it was cute. I mean, uh, it's going to be on Game Pass. No, it's not. 
Oh, we have to pay for this one? <laughs> so, hold up. Hold up. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. It, it was fun, but it wasn't that fun. It proved to me that I'm not going to buy it because yeah. I wasn't good enough at it to want to doing... run my head into the wall over and over again. Yeah. I was okay. At the same time, it was so fun. It was like, a lot of fun. I would love to. I just know that I'm not going to put enough energy into it Right. To justify the price tag, I need what I what needs to happen is that I need like think of the mediocre apex players that like kind of put up a fight, but like you can still take them down. Mm-hmm. I need like that level of play. Like I feel like when you talk about Battlefield, you talk about Call of Duty, like these people are the shooters. TTK is so much higher. Yeah, the TTK is very those, quick, and I prefer a slower TTK. I would like some time to react. I would like positioning to matter. That's not realism. That's true. That's in a real war. battlefield, you would, you would die in you one bullet. You would die in Could you imagine? Yeah. That's so sad. It war is. is sad. You just go out there, you think you're doing something, and you get shot immediately, and you're dead. <laughs> that's that's really fucking sad. I hate this world. But, I was really impressed, though. Like, there were explosions everywhere. I haven't played Battlefield since, like, Battlefield 2. I, or 3, something. I don't think I've ever played a Battlefield game, actually. I Interesting. The the shooting was fun. The guns were fun. The attachment system was awful. Like putting attachments on the gun was not intuitive at all. No, it made no fucking sense. Um, but if you are into Battlefield, I bet you're gonna really you enjoy it. Fucking lap this shit up. Although some of the hardcore Battlefield fans did have critiques about the operator choices. I don't know how much of that is gonna be remedied in the full game because again, we weren't playing the full game. We were playing a beta. That's very true. Well, you know, um, if you like it, we love it. That's right. And have fun, I guess. You know, shoot. Just shooting games. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, you've been tearing it up. I randomly got the urge to finish it, and I'm still (laughs) finishing it. Are you trying to 100% it? Uh, Yeah, I... Not that... (laughs) I'm going to. This is the last time I'm doing it, though. This is the last map I'm clearing in Assassin's Creed. Okay. It's too much. If they're doing this kind of shit for Assassin's Creed Infinity, no. Okay. It, it's too much. Bookmark that. Clip that. I did not play any of the interesting storylines. So, the way that the game is set up, it's the Viking invasion of England. You are setting up a camp in the Kingdom of Mercia and. You're essentially trying to get all of the other kings in the area to ally with you. Mm-hmm. It's very historical, I've learned. I don't know much about this period of history. I don't remember that much from AP Euro. <laughs> um, but it was uh, surprisingly historical when I started watching some YouTube videos about the actual time period. I was like, oh, I know who that person is. <laughs> like, I I did this with them. <laughs> Not you learning through games. I know, right? Um, anyway... <laughs> That part of it is good, just like all the Assassin's Creeds of late have been good. But some of the storylines in terms of getting a certain king to uh, ally with you are just boring. And some of them are completely unrelated to the Assassins or the Templars or any of that kind of stuff. It's technically taking place before those organizations exist, so they're called the Hidden Ones and the Ancient Ones, but it's just the Templars and the the Assassins. I am enjoying it, 
And also, I am ready for it to be over, and I don't know if I'm going to play the DLC. Not you suffering through and being like, damn, there's still more on the horizon. Huh? It's just too long. I, yeah, it's no. It's too long. It is. It's a lot. It's a lot of content. It's too fucking long. And one of the comparison points that I've been making is actually to Red Dead 2. Um when you're traversing in that world, so many things happen organically and they don't feel like orchestrated events. They feel like, oh, you mm. just stumbled upon it. And Assassin's Creed Valhalla was trying to do that in a certain sense mm. by having mysteries out in the world. So when you walk up on people, they do just start talking to you and stuff. But they still suffer from the problem of it being a point on the map that you need to clear versus a random interaction that you have that, that gets becomes, internally checked off on the game's list so that you don't have that interaction again. Right, right, right. It, it would have hmm. felt so much more organic to just have them be random events. And they even call them world events in Valhalla, but it's still like walk up to them because they are clearly identified on the map for you to engage with versus I'm riding my horse down a trail in a forest and there's a guy crying on the side of the road and I stop and go try to comfort him and then a bunch of people ambush me and I have to fight my way out. Like, that's so much more engaging than, hi, ma'am, what's your problem? And then, oh. Here's my problem. Go collect these things from me. That's 100%. And then you'll have to fight two people to get it and then bring it back. The fighting is the best in the trilogy, like, mm-hmm. since they redid the combat, but that's really the most of this game has going for it. I think I enjoyed Odyssey more overall, much more, <laughs> really. Mm. Even though Odyssey was super long, I didn't have the fatigue that I had. I think mm-hmm. if Odyssey was shorter, maybe Valhalla would not have seen so daunting, but because Odyssey was so much... I think it was just too soon to play another game that was also too much. Fair, that's fair. You always kind of have this problem with Assassin's Creed games. So, I gave Assassin's Creed Odyssey game of the year because I really did love it and I thought that it was such a good improvement on Origins. Valhalla just went too far in the other direction for mm-hmm. me. Mhm. Anyway, uh, it, it's not over yet, but by the time our next episode comes out, I'll probably be done. I have three areas left. That I'm, that's rough. You really just gave like the lukewarmiest like, statement. It wasn't <laughs> negative because some people Fair. were like, Valhalla is bad. I, I don't think that. Okay. I'm not mad that I played it okay. or am playing it. I'm just ready for, for something else. Something new. Something for the girls and the gays. Far Cry? Far Cry 6. For the Gian Carlos Bazito fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started Far Cry 6, and, you know, some might say that if you played one Far Cry game, you've played them all. Mm-hmm. They would be correct. <laughs> uh, I didn't get super far in. I only played, like, a few hours. Uh, but basically, you, like most Far Cry games, you end up on an island, fighting people. Yeah. This mm-hmm. time with Latin music. And it's actually quite fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I'm not, like, you know, I, I'm not super far into it. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's funny. The only Far Cry game that I've played was three, and I got about halfway through it. And I was like, Ugh, this shit is 
a little boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it, it very much is like, all right, like, you know, either like capture this spot. So like traversing the island isn't a pain in the ass because, you know, you have soldiers fighting you or the enemy, whatever, fighting you. And then it's like, all right, go help this person do this thing. Go help this person do this thing. Go blow some shit up. Blow more shit up. Blow some other shit up. And I don't know. I found three was like fine. It was actually funny. I purchased like it was like a bundle for three, four and five and like some bundle that I got a long time ago because I was like, oh, I know the stories don't connect or whatever, Like, but it's fine. I'll just play through them all just so I, blah, blah, blah. I only got through half of three. Um, I'm finding six much more fun. I like. I really enjoy the gunplay. Um, the this is, it's a fine story, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's nothing like it's a Ubisoft game. It's a Ubisoft game. It's something spectacular, you know. And I'm mm-hmm. having fun with it. Yeah, I think that they have really good IP, mm. and I want them to do more with it. Watch Dogs Legion, I think, is a step in the right direction in a certain sense. Like, it got very repetitive as well. And maybe I'd prefer smaller games that did more interesting things as mm-hmm. opposed to larger games that were interesting but not, like... You really couldn't, like, sit in any of the threads that they were trying to pull. Yeah, I... It's like too many storylines as opposed to one really good storyline. Anyway, I I just, I want better for Ubisoft because I'm such a fan of what they're doing in general. Mm -hmm. But even I am just getting kind of tired of the same thing. Like, I could play Far Cry 6, but it sounds like I don't really need to play Far Cry 6. I maybe just need to watch all the cutscenes. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) from, it, it, I, I I will not say that like Far Cry 6 feels essential. It doesn't feel like it's, you know, defining the moment in time in video games at all. But it's a lot of, like, just dumb fun. And, like, it's fun to just either, like, sneak around a place or, like, find some dumb hidden entrance, just go up in some place shoot people. Like, it's fun. Yeah. A little mindless fun. And the story is, like, engaging enough for him to say, hell yeah, you know? It's fucking Giancarlo Esposito. Fuck. <laughs> hell yeah. Fuck it. It's Far Cry. Wait till it's on sale if you're like, you know, yeah, about it. But it's, it's Far Cry. Yeah. Far Cry is Far Cry. That sums up really well how I feel about our final game on the list, which is Back for Blood. Uh, we've both played it. Only I have finished it. Yeah, no, it's a lot. I've been trying to get through <laughs> this Apex Battle Pass, which <laughs> is looking a little Ooh. slimmer and slimmer as the days go by. But uh, yeah, no, I love zombie games. Um, it's a lot of fun. Back for Blood is fucking hard. Yeah, it's not. It's not a. It's not a cakewalk. You Even better, the rookie mode is like it's not tough cake. at certain points. You better. You need to be coordinated. You need to be coordinated. You better like the people that you're playing with. That's right. Because some words might get said. It's kind of like um, cooking game. Cooking game. What am I thinking? Overcooked. Overcooked. It's kind of like overcooked. You know, you're Gordon Ramsay. You might just a word or two, but you want to make sure that the relationship is solid enough. To handle that, you also want to make sure that the relationships between the other three people is solid enough for them to listen to you do that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know, it's it's a little, it's, it's it's a lot, you know? Yeah. But it's fun. And, like, it's a game I will never play by myself. It is a game I will never play with blueberries. But it is a game I will play with my gaming friends if they are so inclined to play. That's it. I played a lot of Left 4 Dead, which is the spiritual predecessor 
to Back for Blood. And Left for Dead was interesting in the sense that they they framed everything like it was a movie. Right. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> all of the scenarios were totally independent of one another. And the characters, you know, were just the group that it was. Like, it, it wasn't um, as expansive as this, and there weren't roles in exactly the same way. Right. With Back for Blood, all of the cleaners, which is what they call them, the characters, have a special group function. Um, it's not a movie. It is a linear storyline of survivors tied to a specific camp. One of the things I found very interesting was that the levels are not varied, really. Like, you're not changing locales. In Left 4 Dead, because the storylines did not need to be connected, there was like a level that took place in a forest, and there was a level that took place in a mall, and there was mm-hmm. a level that took place on a farm, and all these other things that were isolated. You do have different locales in Back for Blood, but you're also leaving through the same gate several times and like going down the same main street USA to get to a new part of the town, to rescue a new group of survivors, to do a new thing. Um, And at the end, you're literally fighting like a monstrosity. It's uh, a whole act that is a three part boss fight. I am enjoying it. The card system, which we've talked about before, really is key. There are some extraordinarily powerful cards, but it's kind of a catch-22. You have to play enough in order to get those cards. Getting those cards makes playing a lot more fun, and I do think that that's the silver bullet of some of these systems. Mm. If the base game is not fun enough for you to earn all of those cards Mm -hmm. to unlock more fun... I don't think that's a good design choice. You should have the fun unlocked from the beginning and maybe... It becomes even more fun as you... I, I just... I almost prefer a low-stakes Left for Dead, which we're not trying to do anything, really. It's just the fun of surviving this zombie horde in this level. I mean, Whereas now, yeah. if you don't have a medic on your team, and if that medic doesn't have super OP cards, well, good fucking luck, because you're not getting through. Yeah, it definitely, in a lot of ways, feels like Left 4 Dead with all of like the modern... Uh, I don't know, the modern... Baggage. Uh, baggage is, I think, denotes something negative. But It's like mo- an MMOification the, of the Left modern devices. The modern... <laughs> you know, uh, the je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais, what do you expect? You know, you, it's like, you know the, the, the whole encompassing story and, like, you know, instead of, like, these little bits and pieces yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. like, you know, how you progress and this, that, and the third. You know, it's, very, it's a modern take on the zombie genre. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I, I, it's, look, it's fine. I, when I'm playing it, I don't fuck. Like, you're like, oh, Cedric, did you see this part of the story? I don't fuck. I no, just want to show some zombies. Show some zombies. It's not what I'm here for. Ironically, zombies. I think I would enjoy the game a lot more if it didn't have all of the card stuff. It was just mm. us going through and playing. Um, there are some tough points that they didn't address from the uh, beta, too. Like, you can't keep mods that you buy. If you put a mod on a gun and then you switch guns, goodbye to that mod. Like, that's over. So there are certain things like that I don't really like. It 
it really locks you into a certain play style. And again, the card system is like, are you going to have a melee build? Well, then you need to play with a melee weapon and you're going to have a preference for which melee weapon you like. So what's going to end up happening? You end up playing with the same stuff over and over and over again. And I'm not opposed to that. There are certain games that I wish would let me do that. Like Mm. Apex. Don't Mm. tell me to get a thousand damage with shotguns. What if I don't like using shotguns? I don't want to do that. Just let me click the loadout I want. But with Back for Blood, because it's a card-based thing, you really need to have that level of nuance if you want to be a contributing member of the team. Right. Like, again, the final act with that boss fight was difficult, and we had to try multiple, multiple times with different card setups in order to get through it. And if we didn't make those changes, we probably wouldn't have gotten through it. Right. So, I don't know. I I have overall positive feelings. It was free. I have no regrets about playing it. I will continue to play it. I am enjoying playing it. It's also like, I'm not dying to play it. Exactly. (laughs) If the squad wants to play Back for Blood, I'll play Back for Blood. That's right. I'm not probably going to initiate the Back for Blood play. I I might not be the ringleader. It is fun, and I do enjoy it, and I will continue playing it, but... I predict that we will see heavy back for blood usage until Riders Republic comes out next week and until the GTA trilogy comes out. And then I think people will splinter and go do some other things. Well, Forza fucking comes out. Oh, that's right. November 9th. Don't talk to me. You had all this talk about how much Forza you're going to play to prepare. And here you are. Well, so I, I had a gaming breakthrough, quite honestly. Yes, 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 yes. So, uh, and technically, I've been playing. I have been playing Forza, so this counts in in the mm-hmm. home screen. Uh, so, as we all know, I like to play with a wheel and pedal setup. And for a while, there was just like some cars I just can't fucking drive. Like I'm just like, damn. As much tweaking as I do, I was like, I, these I cannot drive some of these cars. So I was looking up. Some I don't remember what I was looking up. It was some completely separate to this issue. I think I was just having some wheel issues. Like, sometimes it just, like, locks in one place. Some bullshit. Anyway, I've stumbled upon this person and was like, yeah, I have trouble with anything that's rear wheel drive. Say that five times fast. Mm-hmm. All wheel and front wheel is fine. And apparently it's, like, something weird and, like, forces physics system that just, like, for whatever reason, it rear wheel driving just is incredibly difficult with a wheel. So one of the suggestions was just to turn on traction control. And you should be fine. Uh, and what traction control does is that it turns off power in the wheels if it detects that it's, uh, I think, spinning too fast or something. Whatever. Cars. I don't. <laughs> cars, <laughs> you, you know. My <laughs> interest in cars is very shallow, but it's fine. <laughs> so I turned on. And the problem, uh, there was, so I turned off traction control because, you know, I wanted this, this sim experience. And, you know, you get extra points for all of the things that you take off. So if you put on, like, sim steering instead of, like, arcade steering, if you put on actual damage instead of just cosmetic damage, you turn off tracking control, you get, like, a, an XP bonus, uh, which in Forza, you kind of are racking them up anyway, so whatever. But, so, you, I, you know, I turn on traction control. I, some of that XP bonus did go away. It's, like, 10%, so now I'm down, like, 60, boo-hoo. Uh, but I can drive everything now, and everything is, like, makes... It's not like I'm great at it. But it's like, oh, okay, not everything is, like, so fucking impossible. That's so. incredible news. I'm so happy for you. Thank 
that you were able to figure this out. I was worried because you kept talking about how good you were at racing games and I would see the results and I was like, what is going on? The math is not mathing. And <gasps> That's now- rude as hell. Oh my God. <laughs> that is the rudest thing you've ever said to me. Not the math is not mathing. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh my God. Woo, and now you're, now you're racing with the big dogs. Racing with the big dogs. I mean, I'm still not, you know, it's not always a podium finish. No. Well, here's the thing about Forza is that people, people in Forza drive like morons, which is why I'm slowly starting to get into iRacing because I want to actually like learn how to race. Mm-hmm. You know, it was hard to do in Forza sometimes because people drive. Like it's, you know, it's an arcade, whatever, it's fine. Have you gotten your license yet? In what? Okay, Lil Nas. <gasps> That's fine. You know, I'll take any comparison to the Lil Nas X. He's, <laughs> he's cool. He's a cool guy. Whew. All right. I think that was an episode. I think it was an episode as well. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always. Thank you especially to our patrons. Abner, Sarah, Emma, Enya, Shuli, Nerdy, and Cody. Thank you very much. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a gamer friend. Tell all of your gamer friends, actually. Not even just two. Do you know someone that plays video games? <laughs> tell them about them. <laughs> and you can also <laughs> rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening right now. Which is the new thing. Which is the new thing that people are saying. I don't know. It's, 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 I think you do know. I, I do know because I work here. Mm-hmm. And we'll <laughs> see you soon with a very special spoiler cast for Galactus. <laughs> Bri- Tyree Henry being gay. Bye. Deuces. <laughs> <laughs>